0: Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham.
1: And I'm your co-host, Juliet.
0: Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US.
1: And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes.
0: This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship.
1: We've been going for just over a year now and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry.
0: That's right, we've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner. What went right and what went wrong?
1: We really hope you like listening to this podcast and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong.
0: With that said, let's get into today's show. Hi guys, it's James from the Property Renovation Podcast. I have been speaking to Lizzie and Phil on this episode and um, it was actually an amazing interview. I went to their house in Hertfordshire. They are the owners of a five bedroom property. They've really done themselves proud. Um, They've been working on their property for quite some time and um, what an unbelievable house it is. Um, Lots of attention to detail, really, really open, spacious, but I won't spoil you anymore. Um, I'll I'll just let you listen to the episode. But before I put you through, I just want to give you a quick update. So I must, self have been going to the home building and renovation shows which are a huge um, show that happens up and down the country in the UK and I went to the Glasgow version of that and got to meet and speak with people that are providing uh, some amazing products and services to to the to the nation to help people simplify and save money on their project as well um, so hopefully you'll be hearing from some episodes that will be coming on the podcast speaking to the owners of uh, those businesses i was al- also um, uh, wanted to let you know about the uh, Pro- property renovation com our website Uh, We've got um, a little update that's going to be happening in a couple of weeks' time, which is uh, giving you guys a search option, which means you don't have to troll through a couple of pages to get to an archived episode. You should simply be able to type in uh, the first couple of letters or a word, um, and then up pops that relevant episode. So that should save you some time going through our Uh, our website. So without further ado, I'll put you through to this episode. It's a really good one. I really, really enjoy speaking to Lizzie and Phil. And um, at the end of it, they do give their details of their Instagram account where you can go and see all of their photos of the entire progress of their property renovation. So um, without further ado, enjoy the episode. Thank you very much. So guys, um, Lizzie, Phil, welcome to the Property Renovation Show. Um, I really love what you have actually done with your home. And um, if it's okay, at the end of today's recording, I want to give out your Instagram page um, so that people can come and see all the photos that you've taken.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Good. Um, I've got a series of questions, but, uh, and we don't have to keep it to them. We can, just, we can go off if you need to. Um, but can I just start asking you to describe your home Uh, probably from the minute you come in the door.
1: Sure, okay. Um, So it's a 1950s semi-detached home and uh, we've done a huge amount of work to it over the last four years. Um, When we we first walked through the door um, four years ago when we bought it, it was very run down holes in the ceiling, um, four years' worth of mail in the porch, uh, rotten wooden wooden porch work. And um, today uh, we've got a a lovely cobbled driveway, um, double doors, big black uh, double timber doors. And when you open the doors, you come into a big um, open hallway uh, with uh, engineered oak flooring and um, yeah, and then into a big open plan space uh, for our kitchen and dining area. Cool. Yeah, it's very light, um, airy, spacious. Most people describe it as sort of Hampton style. I would um, say
2: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four bedrooms upstairs. We've got a uh, master bedroom with ensuite. Um, got a nice family bathroom, um, separate living room, and snug downstairs.
1: What else, yeah, study boot room
2: bifold doors. You can't miss the bifold doors. Oh,
0: you definitely can't miss those
1: <laughs> <laughs> nearly
2: nearly three meters high, they're about as big as you can get. And I think only a couple of companies, yeah, we spoke about research earlier. Did, did my research to find those, certainly a feature.
0: And the choice of having black as well as, yeah, it's sort of it the in
2: thing. We, we yeah. managed to afford the matching window just mm. above the kitchen sink to the left of it, yeah. Um, the Two um, new windows the, uh, for the new bedrooms above this. We okay. just did in sort of white UPVC, sure. more for budget, more than anything. Yeah, um, but yeah, they look great, I think, and they lead out onto what will be a decking area. Currently uh, underway, and we have a fairly standard width garden, but very long into a valley. Lots of, of trees, lovely as we are in the summer now with, with, with all the foliage. We've got um, again what will be a, a very small swimming pool or, or a big plunge pool. Yeah, uh, and then downhill uh, into a Again, up the next project, which will just be, you know, the sort of flower beds and, and the lawn
0: and the new house at the bottom. It's a, it's a very, very big garden, I must say. It's a big garden. You can do a lot with that, I'm yeah, sure. very
2: fortunate.
0: Um, I was, one thing, just coming on, on the way to this house, I was thinking it's a bit overcast, you know, it's a real shame. But I, I'm really glad that the sun actually opened it up because that's the first impact you get the minute you come through the door. You see the sun shining through to the through back the garden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, really nice. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Um so tell us the reason why you decided to do the project in the first place, other than buying the home, anyway.
1: Yeah, so we met uh one afternoon in London, um pissed as fast <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and instantly had a connection. Um and I was living in Manchester at the time, um, and had come down to London for an interview, um, got the job. And then within about three months, we moved in together into um, another house in Hertfordshire nearby. Um, and then within the next three months after that, we'd started looking at houses to buy, didn't we? And we always said we wanted to buy somewhere where we could put an extension on. Mm-hmm. Um, predominantly because, you know, we hoped to have a family. Sure. Um, but also we wanted to to basically make money from a project yeah. um, in the future. Uh, so we started looking at a variety of different houses in, in the area. I think we always – we'd never anticipated to take on a project as of this size as this. Okay. Um, we always knew that we, we wanted to put an extension on, Phil's good at plumbing, so we always, you know – Um, thought that we would end up putting bathrooms in and and kitchens, but not knocking down the back of your house and then rebuilding it. That was something that we didn't anticipate we were going to do. Um, But we're so glad that we did because we've got such a lovely home now. And, you know, we've busted our balls to get it to the position that it's in. Working every weekend, you know, most most evenings, um, we've we've literally invested our our life into this house, but um, we've done it together, and we do everything together, and it's literally the best thing we we could have done, isn't yeah. it?
2: I had some experience, I suppose, previously doing a, a couple of bite to lets that I'd done. I think I, I'd sat pretty in the our little two-bed mid-terrace house where where Lizzie moved in, um, saving my my coins as, sure. as best as I could. So the timing was there for, for me. I, I knew that I. I was quite good at, you know, taking on the work, had the courage to do it, and and the timeline was right. And I would sort of say, well, you know, we can either wait and see how we settle in together after a couple of years, or we can just bite the bullet and crack on and, and have a go at it. And, yeah. So, you know, we, I, we had some savings. Um, and, it, yeah, it was it was just right to do. And, and it, where the project started was a completely different place to where it ended up. It mm. wasn't, We mentioned extensions, we had no idea that we'd end up moving in, to a, a you know a guy who lived next door that wanted to extend his house as well, and, and so one thing led to another we ended up doing a joint application okay. to push the, 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 the back of both houses out together uh-huh. as one project, and it, 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 he was a bricklayer um, so the, you know we re- really landed on our feet. The opportunity was was too good to pass up, and whether we had the money or not we we had to go for it, and we managed to cobble the resources together as, as we'd gone through. Yeah. Potentially slowed us down a little as we've avoided, you know, paying tradesmen and, sure. you know, as much as we can. Yeah, um, to, to tackle it ourselves, and hence it's not finished. While we're here, you know, we'll, we'll probably be cracking on with it for another year or, or, or longer yeah. as we as we work through the garden and the finishing touches.
0: Yeah, it's definitely almost there. I think you're right. Definitely, a lot of love, care, and attention has gone into doing this. Um, but go go back to a bit about the extension and going through that thought process was it how long did it take you to make a decision on let's go for it
2: Quarky, it was only a few weeks wasn't it so we, we, we bought the place i think the, the, the process was very clear when we when we moved in they the the house had been empty for four years we think the elderly gentleman had been in a nursing home for a while he mm. been obviously in his old age and, and the house had got away from him probably for 15 years prior to that as well so mm. The, the back. Door, if you open the back door of the house, the, the garden, as you mentioned, the size of it was absolutely impenetrable for, for, for overgrowth, and, yeah. um, um, and and the house was in a very sorry state in terms of leaking pipes and sure. rotting through timbers, etc. So we, we started with an objective of you know getting the gas and the water and, then the, and the boiler working, yeah. and then, yeah. then moving on and renovating from there. But we we, we thought. There was a small kitchen extension, if you like, in, in, in the sort of, you know, took towards the side, that one side of the back of the house and so we thought we'll engage an architect to see whether we can just bring that out a bit further and, and seeing as we were doing the work. And hmm. it was the architect that turned up, uh, we found locally, uh, thinking probably a good idea to have somebody who knew the you know planning departments yep. and, and, and locally and he turned up and he, he knew the house and he said, I know the neighbor. Ah. And he, so he sort of put, put us on within a week or so to sort of say, your neighbour has, has engaged me about seven years ago to try and extend his house. His neighbours complained a bit, and then we had to cull the size of the extension, sure. and they decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. Why don't we? why don't we go we were all required. the first day we moved in the neighbour turned up with a box of champagne to welcome, welcome us in Yeah. So, yeah. And they were very you know and we asked very... if we wanted to do an experiment <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he asked <laughs> we literally
1: moved in and three days later he popped in or maybe it was two days later he popped in like Phil says with a bottle of champagne and said uh, you know welcome to the area blah 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 Uh would you guys consider doing an extension because we would be up for doing it with yeah, you. Yeah. In doing it together, we can go across the back of both of our houses mm-hmm. without having to consider line of, yeah. s- line of sight. Yeah. Right to light. Uh, right to light. And, uh, and so, I mean, we so we got... Uh, I asked three architects to come round and only one turned up. And right. that was the architect we ended up going with in the end. Crazy. Yeah.
2: That's good. So it's fate. It, well, I was going to say the same. I mean, yeah. you know, how many... How many people out there that have tried to do extensions, big or small, but mm. had issues with neighbours or not being able to get the project that they wanted to achieve because of line of sight issues yeah. or, or, or whatever you know, any nuance that is relevant, you know, is relative, yeah. relative to the, the plot or the, mm-hmm. the shape of the building, and we've, we've managed to overcome all of that with um, you know just by walking in the door, really. Yeah. So we're very lucky.
0: Good. Um, let's talk about a little bit more to do with the renovation and the, the phases that you probably went through and still going through anyway. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that you've got underfloor heating with a big manifold system. Yeah. You've got the automation system as well for the house. So I guess it was done in phases because of that
2: yeah to a degree we had to be very flexible because we, we weren 't engaging with a, a you know a, a build company most mm-hmm. of it was was always going to be you know me and Lizzie um, you know a few friends and, and family helping where, where we could so phases were i wouldn 't say we strictly had phases in mind, but there were i think that the process by fairly quickly we, we knew that the planning position was going on uh, that the, the planning application was something that we were going to pursue and that was quite protracted, ended up taking nearly a year. We had to withdraw the first application and, and, and submit a second, and we, we got there in the end. But that process gave us time to consider and research various systems and what we wanted. Mm. And you know, I discovered, I was looking for some scene lighting systems. I discovered a, 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 a solution called Rayco I think it E K O. and that, that provided a solution. And I then, I then realized that there were alternatives out there that then brought in you know, music throughout the house and those bits and pieces, and and I was sold at that point. So that you know became something that had to be integrated, and and you start thinking about the wiring that needed to be done. So so that was you know something that's understood from from very early in in, in the development and, and needed to be mm. you know at a phase of it. Yeah, same way with the plumbing. I think we knew pretty quickly that. Well, Wonderful we knew we eating. had to go
1: back to basics. So we we walked through into the you know into the house, turned on the the water, and it all came out the ceiling. Right. And that wasn't just one ceiling; that was all the ceilings out the house. So we knew that uh, the copper work was shot. But we also knew that we wanted to um, take the the plumbing from the um, from the street mm-hmm. and put wider um, bigger
2: ball. so flow rate. We've got to improve yeah. the pressure and the yeah. flow rate Okay. The pipes. Yeah. It, that impacted on the type of boiler system that we sure. were able to do. No pumps on the showers. Mm-hmm. It all works very well. Um,
1: yeah. So and so the, the size of copper the copper pipes that were initially in the house versus what we've got now yeah. much much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we knew we had to you know totally gut the house. Um, obviously strip out all of the plumbing and rewire and And we knew that that, there would be a significant cost in rewiring anyway Mm. so what more could we do to enhance instead of just going with a standard rewire what more could Mm. we do and that was where Phil then started to explore the idea of smart home Mm -hmm. um, integrated smart home and Loxone um, was the one that we chose Mm. Um, there was a a guy um, called James uh, who lives in the area who who is a an installer of loxone came around really nice chap still friends with him now and um and yeah just really made us fall in love with the, with the system and what it can do um so that had a, a big impact on
2: uh, even he said that, it, that it, it was an unusual install for him mm. and he couldn't give me a price he wanted to do it on a day late, which was fine by me but it, because he understood that we weren't ready to just what they normally do is come in Know, run the cables, install the whole system, and then yeah. and then leave you. Come back for second fix, and 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 come back to to sort of um, uh, you know program and, yeah, you know, and, and commission of, it yeah, and commission it, yeah. the system, and and that was never an option for us because we were you know we were just gonna gonna run this. From, mm. We knew we were gonna run this for a couple of years as a project. So. Um, you know, he probably saw
0: potential actually because of the size of the property and what you could actually do with it he,
2: with he'd that. been great with us and so he, you know he, he, he provided a lot of sort of time in terms of consulting and this mm. is what you could do this is what you, you you can you know what you can achieve and we just called him in for you know a couple of days a month here or there and he'd do a little bit more and a little bit more and you know in, in between those those periods we'd progress bits of the building
1: but train you on the system as well uh, yeah
2: you? now I mean I'm sort of you know I'm proficient at it I've added most of the, the sort of you know, the additional rooms, particularly towards the front of the house. I've added certain bits and pieces from window contacts through to you know, the, you know, the, the, the underfloor heating manifold yep. that's all sort of wired in. The temperature sensors that sit behind the, the light switches, mm-hmm. and various bits and pieces. Just by following what he's done and how he's wired it, and it's so fairly straightforward, I suppose, once you've spent a bit of time with it.
0: Cool. Let's talk it. about that a bit more about yeah. the, because there there will be certainly listeners that are thinking about doing an automation system yeah. like that. So, what does it currently control, um, or what's it going to control in the end in the house? I'll
2: fill this one, shall I? So, um, yeah. So, it, it, it's currently doing pretty much everything that we want it to do. Um, um, it covers uh, the heating system, so it covers the downstairs underfloor heating system, and it, that works via, to say, the small uh, coin size temperature sensors that yep. are wired in behind the light switches. That picks up the temperature in each of the room. It's very sophisticated in in terms of, as opposed to having a sort of a, a you know a one off or, or a thermostat. Yeah. You know, there, there's multiple points that it's picking up the temperature. Um, you
1: can control the temperature in each room.
2: Yeah, and it, uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. And then that, that's then broken down per radiator. So there's actuators on the, each radiator upstairs that uh-huh. you know, uh, can control the individual temperatures in those on those um, in those rooms. Um, we've got window contacts, which obviously form part of a wider security system, yep. PIR systems, yep. motion sensors, but integrated within the heating system, for example, is if you open one of the doors or windows in any room, it turns the heating off. Okay. It's cool right. cool, so, it's got yeah. some cool features. Um, so, the motion sensors are obviously triggering a lot of the lighting systems as you enter a room, mm-hmm. they tr- trigger the whole house audio. Um, as well we haven't quite got that dialled in in every room yet but it's working in in two of the rooms
1: yeah so simply put it controls the temperature um, in every room individually scene lighting it does all the scene lighting it controls all of the lights so if you walk into a room through these motion detectors it will turn on the light in that room when you leave the room it will turn the lights off at the same point, through those motion detectors, it will turn the music on through the speakers that are in mm. obviously those rooms. Mm-hmm. When you leave the room, it will turn the speaker the, the turn speakers off. So the music follows you throughout the house, and so That's so cool. does the mm. so do the lights. Yeah. Um, so. We don't have to turn lights on in this house. Um, Some of
2: the rooms, so, that, so where we've got utility rooms with no windows, and where we've got the downstairs toilet again with yeah. no window, yeah. there are no light switches. Because okay. It, it, regardless of whether it's in you know, middle of day and sunny, you, you still need the lights on, so yeah. you go in, turn the lights on. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, which is saves really, a few really, quid.
1: yeah really cool. Uh, what else does it do? Shading
2: so, is the only bit that we're missing, so it can do automated sort of blind pl- control, electric blinds and curtains. Okay. We think we'll probably only go with. Um, the master bedroom to, to control a few curtains, which would be quite nice as a sort of wake up scene. Sure, but the, even then, I mean, I talk about wake up scenes. It does your, you know, your alarm, your alarm clock. It will put the music on at a certain time, you know, to get you out of bed and that draw the curtains for you. So it's does the, cool the house to do. alarm. Yeah.
1: Um. So we've installed a fob at the the front of the house so you just touch the fob on your way out and it turns i noticed
0: that it's really small it's like a size of uh 20p yeah Yeah. just
1: a round chrome Mm. um 20p sized um fob as you say and you just touch that and it'll turn the house alarm on and off yeah um you know upon application um yeah the blinds obviously electric blinds um we'll we'll definitely put some of those in Mm. they're really cool um, so through the LED strip lighting that we've got throughout the house you can change turn the lights on to any colour of the regular that you like. So <laughs> you yeah, know if you're watching something cool sci-fi movie, for instance, yeah. in the in the kitchen, then we'll turn the lights on blue. It's just oh, you know, simple cool. things like that which enable you to really nicely scene set. Yeah. Um, there's also a setting on it called party mode, which will basically cycle through uh-huh. the rainbow of colours. So it kind of feels like you're in a disco when, you, when cool. you have a party at the house. Cool. Yeah, so it's it's great. Mm. It's, it's, it's capable of doing a lot. Um, and I think if you are considering... Um, rewiring, mm. then I would urge anybody to consider home automation over just a standard rewire because actually it costs the same. Yeah, um,
0: and you're kind of future proofing, really. You aren't do you?
2: I mean I think these days you need to consider things like TVs anyway and what you yeah. do to to, to to hybrid cables and mm. pieces. So it, it, you know you you want to minimise the amount of devices on Wi-Fi thing. Everything's
1: that's right. And yeah. you, even
2: your, your washing machines Wi-Fi. Yeah, you can retro- and your yeah. fridge so. You know, the more that you can sort of hardwire, you know, the better. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's just uh, having forethought and, and considering those. You know, the when when is the opportunity to run mm. cables and, and how many shall I run? Always run a few extra.
1: Yeah. You can retrofit, but like Phil says, it all, it drains the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Lots of different light bulbs, yeah. and things like that, draining the Wi-Fi. So it's definitely something to consider. Yeah. Good.
0: All right. Um, let's talk about the timeline expectancy of this. Um. This renovation so did you how long did you did you anticipate a it year. would take a year, a year.
1: <laughs>
2: and how far is <laughs> it how long has it been
1: four years <laughs> four
2: years i think <laughs> i think i i knew it was, it was always going to take longer than a year yeah and it, the, the problem is is when we bought it as i say we didn't have the extension as a as a in the plan yeah so it was always crack on and, and renovate and they got to a point where we we had to down tools because there's no point in renovating a room or painting a room, and you've got to blast the wall out. So yeah. we we just had to sort of stop while well, that opportunity developed, and it was mm-hmm. the best thing that happened to us, really, in, in, in terms of the opportunity. So mm-hmm. um, that slowed us down considerably, and you you've got to roll the punches, really. Yeah. You've just got, to, you've got, to, you've got to, you got you to consider what you've got a, a, a in front of you as an opportunity, yeah. and, and, and and redial in, in in terms of you know when you expect to complete it.
1: It has been seriously stressful over the time because, sure. you know, when we, when we finally got planning application, it was that, um, as Phil said, that's kind of small single story extension that previously had the kitchen in, we had to knock that down mm. and then acrojack all of the, um, upstairs um, and downstairs rooms mm. and literally knock the back of the house off yeah. There's pictures on my Instagram. Um, and then live like that for a year. So we we had a, a, an old door in the in the kitchen which we screwed shut, and then in the hallway we had um, a camping stove set up so we could make you know tea and there. stuff. and yeah. um, a More microwave and a kettle. Nice. Yeah. Um, but because we were knocking down walls and ceilings it was so really. there was dust everywhere for such a long time and yeah. really now we've only just now really got rid of sure. dust sure yeah um, so uh, yeah that, that, that's I think that's probably was the most stressful thing is the, actually it became a point when there was no point in tidying up
0: yeah because yeah.
1: it would just get Filthy yeah. all over
0: again, and that can be quite stressful. Knowing yeah. that you know, you can't tidy up as well. But you can't.
2: You can't keep your clothes clean. You yeah, can't, you know, the, yeah. The, it you face everything. It, it really does. It gets everywhere. Yeah. And yeah you, the, I remember Lizzie particularly struggling with it, and I, as I knew she would, because I've, I've dealt with it before. And then I also recognised in her when she just gave up on trying yeah. to keep things clean and and sort of accepted it, which was good in a way. But it, you know, it still feels quite disheartening to. Mm. You know, to think about, that. Uh, yeah, it was difficult. You never underestimate the the impact of of continual dust and 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 uh, you know squalid conditions. I suppose.
1: Well, I think that's one thing we haven't said actually, is we've lived here the entire time, yeah. where well, most people will live.
2: Out
0: yeah, they'll live with, with parents or you yeah, know, yeah, our family, our family, family or whatever.
1: So. Um, whereas we lived here the whole time, so I mean, we had no heating for. Was it six to eight months? We yeah.
2: used to and over period, what time was, the, was the, that? Over the that, winter? Well, through the winter. Yeah. So we, we moved in in November, yeah. December, so we, and okay. yeah, we, had, we had literally had no heating. Because so the
1: gas had been cut off in the road. Yeah. Um, so we had electric heaters all over the place, are not we, trying to keep us warm? But I got a friend, friend to install... install a, was a fortune, yeah. wasn't it? Was we cut the grand too electricity bill. Yeah. I got
2: That's a friend to install a, um, an electric shower in what is now the the downstairs, you know, utility room, toilet. And uh, we were filling buckets, you know, to do the dishes and,
0: crazy. Did we have snow that year as well? I think Maybe, we probably did. Probably yeah. had a bit. Yeah. And
2: Great. we had, uh, we, we had yeah, an open fire and we had some oil radiators upstairs <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, one of the best things that we had which we had before which was a luxury was a, one of these um, mattress toppers that was a, like an electric blanket yeah. that kept us warm through the night. Oh that's yeah. good. Yeah.
1: And we, we say we had an open fire but it was we'd, take, we'd taken the gas the old gas fire out Okay. and then to, desperate to keep warm and be downstairs we used to light fires but then our next door neighbour said Smokes Smokes coming into our house, so So, yeah, yeah, which uh, we well, yeah, we obviously immediately stopped having fires. Yeah, um, then we were freezing after that. So, So,
0: uh, other than the extension, was there any other things that you think delayed the the, like the time? Because let's talk about you a little bit, because you actually are doing a lot of the work, right? And you're working also full time.
2: Yeah, I'm working finance, so I'm not not a tradesman. Mm -hmm. I've never really done anything, I've always been quite good at it. And i uh, you know, done a couple of houses previously, mm. it, uh, nothing on this scale, you know, it sort of tar- tarted up a bite to let, and yeah. I, you know, turn turned around my own house over a number of years. But, mm. um, sorry, your question, was, was there anything else that sort of delayed it? Or?
0: Yeah. Like, do you think, um, put it another way, like, did you, because you wanted to have your hands on it, Yeah. do you think that was the reason why in the end it took four years so, 100% yeah. definitely
2: and, and, and with the fact that we couldn't afford to have yeah. to I mean that was never an option it, it, how we managed to afford the, the, the extension I don't really know it was only again talk. we talk about luck it was only having you know being as good friends as we are now having a, a great neighbour who was a bricklayer Yeah. and he was a bricklayer not a builder so mm-hmm. he doesn't run a building company he just lays bricks yeah. for, for another building company so he, he did the brickwork for the extension, I carried the bricks. Mm. And, we, and, and so,
1: we, it,
2: we sorry, carry. carried the no. bricks. <laughs> so, you know, that helped keep the cost down by yeah. having to get so many trades in.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But the, the budget absolutely you know, meant that I had to do the work as much as, as yeah. possible. And, and that was really what I always wanted to do. I mean, it, there were certainly points or periods where I thought, Christ, I, I've nearly had enough. Um, okay. Particularly in in the winter, yeah. you know, and uh, you know, we spoke earlier about the, the tiler, we were doing the um, herringbone tiles upstairs, and yeah. and I, it just destroyed me. I, I had too many other things to to crack on with sure. than a, a, an ensuite bedroom, a bathroom that we, we're not even using yet. Yeah. yeah. So we, we got you know the bail out and get somebody else in, but we, we didn't have many opportunities to to uh, afford that.
0: And because you're doing like the whole of the home. Um and there's all different spaces and corners and everything you need to work on. I guess there's never a clear day on what you're going to actually do. No,
2: I, no. I, I, I've, there's always a plan in my mind. That, you know, generally formulated at about eleven thirty in bed, lying <laughs> down in bed. You know, you kind of think these things through and you know what, what what needs to be done. And there's you know something always impacts on something else. Yeah. And, and so I've always been quite good at organising my my thoughts and. The processes that we need to go through to get certain bits done yeah yeah. and then there's always been some pressure to complete certain certain elements over and above other other bits so that that's always helped and and I think we've done pretty well with it
1: well a lot of things run in tandem with each other as well don't they
2: for example we're not in the master bedroom as of yet and it's Mm. currently used for storing all of my tools and, and materials and and we can't complete that until we complete the summer house to move all the stuff in the and, and then we can't complete the summer house until, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, you know, there's always something to do. So
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, when you talk about the summer house, our garden is nearly, I think it's about 90 metres long, isn't
2: Ooh. it? Yeah, it's very long. And
1: that summer house is the size of an extension well, it needs plasterboarding, and we live in a valley, and we've got to carry about 25 sheets of plasterboard There's down about there. about
2: 1,200 concrete blocks that we had to carry uh, down there. It's just... <laughs> and it's, bags of sand and cement yeah. and everything else to get down there.
1: Nothing has been simple. No. Nothing has been... Everything's been really hard work. And I think, to your point, that's why it takes the time, because, yeah. you know, we're not employing people to do things like carry 1,200 pounds yeah. down to the bottom of the garden, for instance, yeah. kind of doing that ourselves. So there's only so much you can do with, with weekends and evenings. That's
2: it, yeah. It has afforded, as we spoke about before, it has afforded us the... the Time to research and time to consider. Yeah, there's how definitely a to benefits. design things. So there are benefits. There have absolutely been a lot of benefits. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and I think living in the space as well. So you can see where the light is at different times of day, yeah. and that will help you particularly when planning the garden. It mm. will enable us to say, well, there's you know, different seating areas for different times of day and that sort of thing. So, and you only get that you know when you live in a place for mm. for a period of time. Um,
0: yeah, you're right. I mean, with any building company that come in and do your house, time is money for them. Yeah, and um, without uh, it sounding too harsh, they'll 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 want to finish within a certain time frame. Yeah. And I think as a homeowner, that can feel pre- you know pressure, and yeah. you can get out of that, and you end up making decisions that you might not have wanted to make at That's that right. time.
1: That's
0: right. So it's good that yeah. you've you've done it that way as well.
1: But even things like lighting, yeah. you know. Uh, if you're being pushed into, we've got you've got to choose your lights by tomorrow. Yeah. It doesn't give you very much time to, well, even to be able to source things online. which mm. you know, for for less money. Yeah. Um, because you've got to factor in delivery and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, my, my cousin has recently renovated her house, and they she's pregnant, um, literally due any day now, and they've um, they had a, again a building firm come in and yeah. do it, and it was that sort of thing. She said she struggled yeah. with because. He, the, you know the plumber's coming in two days time you're going to have to choose your tiles yeah. it doesn't give you enough time to really scope out all the things you want to mm. and do the research because because of those yeah. pressures as you say mm.
0: throughout any of the, the the renovation did you put together like how did you because you couldn't have had it all in your head because it's so big but did you think about doing excel sheets work out any Anything like how you can do stuff in
1: we, that way? We started. Didn't no, we, in we, terms no, we of do. Budget. So, there,
2: but there's t- the two two points on that. So, in terms of budget, we started to try to monitor the cost. Um, okay. We've lost it completely, uh, and we lost it very quickly because there were uh, there were so many receipts. You know, the, the I would you know there were points where I'm taking four or five trips to screw picks <laughs> and wicks a day. And, and then trying to find the time to sit down. And we always said before we started, we've got to keep a tally and we had this spreadsheet built out, This is okay. a, spreadsheet a spreadsheet. So yeah. we, we built this out and, and it just didn't work. We couldn't. Yeah. And, I, and I, I really regret that because I'd love to know how much I've spent. <laughs> I've got bloody clue.
0: It's funny that because we're actually just come on to the question about, um, you know, did you, did you have a budget? That you wanted to keep to, and what happened? Did you overspend? Probably,
2: yeah. Well, the first point is we've done fantastically well with what we've got, yeah. For the price, I I have a rough idea, I think, in terms of what we've spent. That's knowing the savings that we started with, yeah, and the rest of it just being sort of cash flow, you know, those couple of thousand free each month, yeah, you know, between us that we've been able to sort of inject and we've had a the odd bit here, or the, the odd bonus, or whatever yeah. to move things along. Yeah. But um, it, it, we've done really well I, in, in terms of what we spent specifically. I, I can only guess. It, it, um,
1: 120
2: uh, We could be that. I mean, we yeah. six, 60 grand savings was about what yeah. we had. Was it even less than that? It was I less think? than that. I think it was sort of less than yeah. that. So okay. It, yeah, which to, to end up with a you know two story extension across the back of the house is yeah. pretty substantial, and, and yeah. obviously cash flow. You know, would probably double that initial. Deposits, so it okay. let's say 100, 120 k. Um, and when I think about what that must, what that sort of money would get you on a on a full design and build. Yeah. I can't imagine it, it would. I don't out. think it would stretch that far. No. And, and that includes, you know, that includes the yeah. furnishing that we've done to date, and yeah. you know. Kitchens, everything
0: else. I don't know, I, yeah, no, yeah because you I mean even with managing a project of this size you've, you've got to think about the architect the project manager yeah. all the percentages that come out of that yeah, so yeah. and you didn't have that no, you no. pretty much managed it all yourself
1: yeah. yeah yeah so we've we've been able to get a look and feel that we ultimately wanted we wanted a shaker kitchen yeah um, shaker style kitchen and we've been able to achieve that. It would have been nice to have a handmade kitchen, but we, we got this kitchen from Burbage. Okay. Um, from a company called Unitech in Banbury and, uh, we, we absolutely love it. Um, and, and so I think we've done, we've done a really good job of, you know, we sourced a lot of things on eBay as well. Sure. All of our appliances are from eBay. Our TVs are from eBay. Okay. So yeah. we've managed to get quite it's a lot a
2: Costco of Costco return, one month old. It's taken advantage and, and having the time to, you know, yeah. research and and, and, and... and thinking about decking, we've got samples for composite deckings. And I've yeah. gone through 20 different suppliers, take the time, find it. It's not always about the cheapest, but it's about finding that balance between yeah. what's an acceptable... Um, uh, product yeah. um, and, and, and you know an acceptable cost probably we, I had think we've done very well with that and we, we've had the luxury of time yeah. Yeah. to do that
1: and then even things when you consider you know we, the f- limestone floor tiles we bought um, well, we laid them ourselves so we didn't pay somebody to, yeah. to do all of that so we saved a lot of time it's a, been lot a, 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 been a lot of money we've been able to increase
2: the quality of some of the products yeah. and materials because yeah. we've been fitting yeah. a lot of it ourselves so yeah. It's, it's yeah
0: I play, you found some bargains along the way, I mean, yeah you, you absolutely
1: you're... yeah, yeah, i think I think, like Phil says, having the time to research um I mean decking is an excellent example mm. um you've got companies like Millboard for example, who are exquisite, really expensive, yeah, um, and we've managed to source something from Hyperion, which is um you know very similar in terms of quality but much less expensive mm. so it's just like Phil says taking the time getting the samples in uh, asking you know can you do a discount
0: yeah never never be too she's great to well, I'll leave that to her yeah
1: <laughs> But often they'll knock 10% off, Yeah, you know, just, just by delivery. asking, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's those sorts of things which, which will are It's also
0: buying them at certain times of the year yeah, yeah, that exactly. can really benefit. You might not need it right then and there. But sofas are an
2: obvious one. They tend yeah. to go through a sort of seasonality in terms of when they're doing the sales. Yeah. Again, we've, we've timed it right to buy what two sofas in the end. Yeah. Two, two, two sofas in two rooms.
1: And not um, in terms of uh, suppliers as well not always thinking it if it sounds expensive or well, you know it you've, you've heard people saying it's expensive try anyway because they they have sales yeah you know, or they, they might be able to knock a bit of money off for you mm-hmm. and that's the position we we're in with the sofas we've managed to get some really nice high quality sofas 35% off retail Brilliant. um am really pleased with the results so, yeah yeah
0: good um just tell us a little bit about the hiring process. You, you pretty much you just hired an architect, right? Or
2: yeah, so he, that, that was just to get us across the line with uh-huh. regards to the planning. He was he was great. He helped us, um, but there was we never followed any intention to for him to follow through sort of interior design or okay. go through into sort of tender stages, etc. For obvious reasons, um, but yeah, we certainly have had trades in. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, electricians. Uh, Roofing chippies, carpenters sure. to do the, the, the roof, roofing woodwork, mm-hmm. uh, tile, roofing tilers, yeah. various bits and pieces that we've had in. Um,
1: Recommendations through, through our next door neighbor, actually. Okay. Think.
2: Yeah. So it's they made it's, it people, it's yeah. always a difficult bit. Mm-hmm. It, it's one that everybody will have had positive and, and probably negative stories mm-hmm. about you know, hiring people. I, I like the idea of, of employing local trades.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, um it, but I think referrals are generally essential uh, you can't we have used some of the sort of websites that are out there the trusted trader stuff to sort of gauge things. I don't know how well we did I think we've had a couple from there so. uh,
1: we've we've had people to come and quote but they've never really felt right or seemed yeah. right have they say so st- all of the people that we've used apart from James the electrician they've been referrals haven't they i think Many so yeah friends or people we have worked
2: yeah. generally so, and, and we i think we, we always try and live by the the general rule we get try and get two or three quotes you know don't yeah. go for the first one that you see mm. you need some comparisons and and it is a little bit of gut instinct do you do you like the guy yeah the girl, i mean kev is actually
1: a really nice example isn't he, he So Kemp's a roofer, roofer locally, yeah. and i uh, there's a group on Facebook for the local area, and I asked if anyone could recommend a roofer. Okay, um, we'd been let down by a few people, and uh, a few of lots of people had recommended Kev. And uh, he came round the day he said he would come round. Mm. He started work the day he said he would start work. Absolutely lovely, lovely guy. Now one of our friends, he comes around regularly, socialize with us. Um, meeting at the pub and things don't we so um, I think Facebook is actually a good one it's a for, good one yeah
2: like local groups local yeah, groups absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised at that it's actually, a new, new one to me but yeah
1: and that's where uh, Steve the Tyler came from as well wasn't it yeah, yeah to um, that's good. A Facebook the same Facebook group so I think they're actually a really good place I to mean there's,
2: there's another rule on these things is you yeah. know you know always make a, offer them a cup of tea make, yeah. make be friends with them if you can strike up a relationship with with the, the people that do come around because they are they're the tradesmen that know other tradesmen yeah and if you get referrals from them, you know you, generally you 're going to get looked after and, and yeah. so i 'm always a, I'm a massive advocate of tea and biscuits, keeping them happy you know, a Bake a sandwich in the morning in, it doesn't cost a lot day. it yeah. goes a long way into keeping them happy, keeping that particular job or project on track right. and, and and what you want and then you know, keep in touch with them, you know. And not only that,
1: they're in your home, you know, you want to get on with these people because they're going to be coming and working with you, you know, Kev's come back and and built the summer house for us, they're going to hopefully come back, you want to be mates with these people, so treat them as you would any other Mm. guests.
0: I think um, from coming from the building trade and listening to the building trade as well, They also feel nervous when they're going into someone's house because it's not their home. They're meeting you for the first time. And yes, they should know everything that they're going to do. But I think that there is that that element of who says hello first. You know, if you don't get offered a cup of tea or it's not hospitable, they can feel, and that can probably put them off in terms of what they know and feel a bit nervous and then you're not going to hire them. So, But talk about a little bit about why you had people come over and quote and then for some reason or whatever you said that you, you, you didn't hire them. What what was the main things? Well that ignoring made the you...
2: one the one uh, um uh, driveway guy that turned up with bloodshot eyes and oh <laughs> really okay. Let's ignore that one. <laughs> uh, right in the morning. We'll ignore that for obviously. Right <laughs> okay. But um, I think generally it's, it's 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 reliability. You know, we are a few people that didn't just didn't turn up when they said they would. Okay. And I, I can forgive that if the communications there, that, that you know, problems happen and things sure. crop up, that's fine. We had a lot of people that, you know, then phoned us back and said, oh, I've, you know, I've missed you last time, I didn't, I forgot, can I, can I come around next week? No, you bloody can't, no, no. you didn't tell me. You're, you're not going to be reliable. reliable, no,
1: exactly. Okay. Generally, it's as
2: simple as that. And then, I suppose, what else is there?
1: I mean, is I see, I'm the kind of person who operates on, a lot on gutting stinks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if I feel comfortable with somebody, then I know it's, it's probably going to work out well. Sure. Um, I've got another
2: bit of advice. Something that we've had is we, I've always had, whatever trade we've hired around, I've always had an awareness of what's required within the job. Okay, And that's given me, I, I, I think, that's, yeah, it's given me a, a, an element of control and the, the ability to decide whether I believe the guy or not, or whether yeah. I'm happy with what he's saying, what he's looked at mm-hmm. and some of the prices that he's come up with. So, sure. and, and that might be fairly unique. A lot of people you know, we'll just need to rely completely on a builder to turn up mm. and decide what needs to be done. And so I suppose we spoke about Google and YouTube and the ability mm. to, you know, research and-, and
1: Trade sites Yeah, well these Yeah, if you
2: can research, you know, if you need to get somebody in to do something, you know, a, a bit of work for you, a tradesman trade in, if you can research and understanding yourself what's involved in that before you get them around, yeah. I think it will put you in good stead in terms of that initial conversation and then building that understanding within yourself as to whether you believe the guy or, or yeah. how comfortable you are with what you've been told
0: it's like negotiation power it, as well it, isn't it, it, it's, it absolutely it's yeah. sure. i would recommend that to anyone you know enough, there's nothing worse than um a homeowner not having a clue what yeah. something is going to cost and they believe it's going to be a margin of the cost yeah and then yeah. it's very you know disheartening when the 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 builder well, comes over and yeah you know thinking that it's going to get this project yeah that's
1: a really good point be realistic yeah be real and i I think you can even go on to sites like selco or wix and have a look at how much how much you know materials cost because a lot
2: of yeah research the material costs for for a piece of building you know if you're talking brickwork yeah you know then, then you know you can start to gauge roughly what sort of margin this guy's putting on top, and does that's that feel fair. right? And then you and is that fair? Because you
1: know, everybody needs to make money out of exactly. what they're doing. 100, so like that's it.
2: 100, 150 to two hundred quid a day yeah. per you know decent builder is yeah. on a day rate. That's fair fair, fair earnings. Less so fair.
1: in London, <laughs> that is yeah, a lot paper, more, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. yeah, I mean, we had uh, when we were doing the driveway, we did exactly that. So we looked at what sort of um, well, the cobblestones yeah, that yeah. we wanted and then did did a search across a number of different websites to understand what was his price per square meter mm-hmm. and we, we worked out you know obviously the size of the driveway yep. the kind of things that we wanted done i e um walls built for the, the planters best. and things yeah. like that, and then just tried to get to a cost ourselves, and when he came in uh, with his cost um we felt that actually that was that was fair, given, okay. given yeah. what, we'd, what we looked at.
0: Yeah, so that's, it. that's it. That's it. I'll then you it don't much. feel like you're yeah.
1: fleeced then. No.
0: Good. Good. Okay. Um, what was the experience in that planning commission? Um, you know, and how long did that take? Was it, um, did you have to go over hurdles? Yeah,
2: we did. And I must remain polite, I suppose, as, as best as, as we can. So it, it, a, a different experience having... A joint application with the neighbour. Okay. Um, that was fantastic. Um, unfortunately, so the neighbour on our our side—that's not the, the uh, you know part of the setting, yeah. the, yeah. the other side, is a plaster in fact, come in handy. Um, okay. Uh, fantastic. Really, you know, um, accommodating. Just happy for us to crack on with it. So again, very lucky. Um, mm. The there are an elderly couple that live next door to um, Andy the Bricky next door, and they had caused a lot of friction with him seven, 10 years previously okay. when he tried. So we expected, so we, we, I think we were quite smart. It delayed things considerably in the end. What We 100% expected them to object to the planning application. Um, and that would be an objection to Andy, to, to the neighbour's sure. side of it. And it didn't, it wasn't a, a against us. They couldn't, uh, but obviously that, as doing the project together, that affected both of us. So actually we decided to, what the, what the extension is, is essentially it goes backwards five metres on the ground floor, um, but it's only four metres upstairs. Okay. Um, and what we initially tried to do, and we didn't think, we didn't really want it, or it would have been nice to get it, but we didn't think we'd, we'd get it, was to go five metres upstairs as well. Um, so we, we almost, within the first application, we thought we'd, we'd give them something to complain about, and then we'd retract our application and put in... Smart move with a with a, with a, a, in a revised plan that was a bit more accommodating. and
1: But that we knew we'd be happy yeah. with. Yeah. So and we that's what the
2: architect said, really, you'd probably need to you know pull back the upstairs yeah. for aesthetic reasons and for you know, right to light and yeah. corners, et cetera. But and, had and we, we said, gone
1: in with that initially, we'd definitely... We'd have still have had happened. some
2: issues yeah. with them okay. and we'd have probably ended up... They were talking about splaying the corner on the building yeah. the diagonal and all sorts of stuff. So... I think what we did in, 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 in the end was probably the best thing. Albeit it meant we had to withdraw the application, start the chances again. We must have added three months to the, to the process.
1: Yeah, but it was, worth, it was worth it in the end because we ended up really... Yeah, what we, what
2: but it's we, always having
0: that plan B to, yes. to, yeah, to consider yeah, as well yeah. that you'd be happy with. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so, absolutely.
0: Um,
1: and also, I think, uh, just going back sure. to the point, the planning officer isn't an enemy... Sweet, you know, yeah. They don't really want to talk to you, but when they're coming around, you know, you treat them well. Cup of tea. Um, you know, yeah. because ultimately they're the ones making the decision on what That's happens it. with your, your house. One thing we should say about planning is that we didn't end up going to the first do you remember there was a meeting?
2: Yeah, so the the the, the elderly couple, the neighbours um next door but one, they knew they obviously knew the process and so they turned up at a Hearings. It was one of the sort of pre-hearings. I, I, again, it was this local council. Then goes to the next sure. planning office. Yeah. They, were, they turned up and, and in, in the town hall and objected. Stood up and objected to the application. Mm. And we, we found out. oh, we didn't even know it was occurring. No, no, even the architects sort of missed it. So we clocked it the next time and we, we made sure we were there. I stood up, gave a speech, and, and they were there again to object on the second application. Okay. So again, I thought we did pretty well in researching. I would suggest to anybody take as much advice from architect or from you know the the sort of planning most of it was the the local council planning pages yeah there's a lot of advice on there i think if if you can be aware of what's going on there are meetings that are held you know and it's probably worth trying to turn up to these meetings sure we missed it the first time and it probably cost us
1: yeah and so we they were objecting on right to light but actually it's not within um the specifications okay. bright to light on what they're arguing. Right. So the fact that we'd done our homework and we knew about all of that meant that when Phil did his speech, we were really clear around what we wanted to achieve yeah. and what and around you know any challenges yeah. in advance, so we could argue the the case. Um, but they were sneaky because they knew about that first thing yeah. about the first meeting and and we didn't so. Um, they definitely
0: had had one over yeah. on us, didn't they? <laughs> but it, yeah, it's right. It's um, it's that again. Doing the research, knowing what to say, when to say, and yeah. um, it. yeah,
2: something I've good been, been through before. So, yeah, uh, and we, we still ma- made a mistake with it. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a bit of a minefield, and mm-hmm. um, it is lots to think about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, let's just go back to the build itself, and I want to know. Um, were there any hiccups? Anything that you just went, oh, my God, like what's happened or leaks? Any, any problems like that?
2: We've done pretty well. There isn't a lot that stands out. We, um, I can think of one, uh, one mistake that we made, which was fairly recently with the study, which doesn't have any windows, so we decided to put a roof light, okay. a Velux roof yep, light on, yep. on, on the top of it. And um, I, it's my fault. I, I, I've not... I've done my research reasonably well, and looking back on it, Velux didn't quote on their data sheets. You know, getting into the mm-hmm. sort of downloaded data sheets for the actual window that we wanted, yeah. um, they quoted. They, they, it came in two parts: and sure. it, it, the upstand, and then there's a the sort of a glass dome that sort of sits mm. on, on top of that. And the, 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 at no point did it quote the overall height. So um, yeah. basically I thought it was 150 mil up, up high and um, what it meant is it found the windows for the bedroom found uh, on, on the top of the uh, the skylight, which okay. could be an issue for us if um, it comes to things like um, fire escape access through through windows. Yep. So yeah, we yeah. think we're going to have to pull that window out and swap it to a, a tilt and turn internal in yep. okay. open uh, as, a, as an alternative. Okay, That stands out as one where I really cursed and I thought, you know, and it was 1,500 quid's worth of, of Velux. You know, and, then, and once it's up there, yeah. it's not coming off again now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sort of thought, could, I, could we get it off and use it somewhere else? But it, it was...
1: And I think, actually, this is a really good example of where you're trying to make decisions in a rush. Yeah. So oh, we, so that we believed yeah, that work. we would be able to, over the garage, we'd have a pitched roof, mm-hmm. which would go to the underneath of the um, one of the bedroom windows. Mm-hmm. And when the chippies turned up, Literally the morning of, um, they said, you, you know, you're really not going to be able to the do that. The wasn't pitch
2: wasn't high enough. Yeah, right. you know, it's going to look okay.
1: awful. So, we- so what, we, what we advise is that you have a pitch, which then turns into a flat. Uh-huh. Um, and then you'll have a big skylight in that. And it's so, I was rushing to get to work. So we had no time to discuss it. Kind of made the decision. Because so he needs on the to spot. know the size
2: of the openings that he's building yeah. for the skylights, so yeah. it was sort of there and like then. Now, now, yeah, now, exactly
1: now. Um, now. So, the, and you yeah. know, paid fifteen hundred pounds for a skylight, which now we're going to have to pay you know a few hundred quid. Another five hundred quid for
2: a new window. Quid new window, yeah. So. And the,
1: and the problem with that is all the windows match, mm. and now we're going to have to get a window which doesn't match the rest of the okay. rest of them. So yeah. it's not too, it's not too much of a big deal. But I think to get through four years. Of a total yeah. house rebuild. Yeah. yeah. And for that, amateurs are responsible really
2: for building. We've done pretty well with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so other I think, than so. that, I don't think that we've had any other re- major mm. issues.
1: I mean, leaks. Yeah. We've had, uh, so Phil is a weeping, guy. you know, <laughs> weeping
2: joints. <laughs> defend it, Phil. aren't
1: leaks.
2: And we've always overcome. So we've, I don't think we've had him. Well, major I mean,
1: problems. other than the. Link it uh, we
2: had to, Yeah so I had to Cut a little hole in there And uh, yeah We had a, a soil pipe For the ensuite That um, I didn't quite um, apply to sufficient glue To okay. one of the joints And yeah. again easy, Easily fixed But sure. it's You know Good job spotting yeah. these things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it's minor stuff
0: Was there anything That you did And then thought No I, w- I want to do that again Or Swap it Get rid of it Anything that you thought Like that Not
2: really uh, if there's nothing, there's nothing. I don't think that... It, I'm sure there is the odd thing where you think, if I, if I could have done it again, I would have... I would, oh, there is a, a very minor point in that in the... We've converted the back of the garage, the, mm-hmm. we've got the utility room, and then we've studied that into the... Um, to, to form the uh, ensuite, the downstairs yeah. toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, because we wanted the wet room sort of shower in there, and it's quite a small space, I was concerned about particularly the power, of the pressure of the walls that we've got, the, the water... You know, sort of spilling out, coming underneath the door. So I positioned the door to the f- right, to the left of, of, of the room and um, in, in an effort to move it away from the sort of sh- where the shower w- would be as a, as a sort of wet room. And, mm. and if I had my time again, I'd have put it in, in the middle, Yeah. it so you know, d- down the shower, if it, you know, and, and th- that would have given me more space to better position the um, sink yeah. unit and I'd have put that, turned that, that corner, I'd have just redone that. I think okay. that was the only bit that I look at, I think, Shouldn't have put that door there. Should have moved it. Okay. Three foot this way, but other than that, we've done pretty well, I think. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. You're thinking now. Having (laughs) a (laughs) look (laughs) around.
0: Having a look around. Okay, we're we're almost towards the end, but a couple more questions. Like, what's what's your biggest takeaway from this experience? Who wants to
2: go first? Mm. Do I get first? Difficult. I, I, think, I, I think I went into this with my eyes open. Yeah. The planning was difficult, but it was on, on, it formed on the back of a fantastic opportunity. Mm. We talk about landing on your feet and I, we, I truly think we did. So yeah. yes, it's taken a lot longer. I, I still continue to enjoy it. My worry at points had been more about Lizzie and how she was managing it, particularly during the stages where we were, you know, in the winter and opening yeah. the house, et cetera. Um, and, and I think she's done remarkably well with it um, I, I don't think I've got any takeaways as such no. particularly over and above some of the points I might have yeah, discussed already, already uh, you know I'm, I'm sort of it, it is what it is it's you know, it's taken a lot longer but mm. for the right reasons mm. what yeah, about you?
1: I think however long you think it's going to take double or triple that
2: <laughs> okay. yeah, if you're right.
1: doing it yourself if yeah. you've got tradesmen then you'll probably keep to time Um yeah, be, be prepared to spend a majority of what you earn on the house. Um, okay. Be prepared to not have long haul holidays. Um, but it's totally worth it and it will be worth it. You know, it's it's the dust is awful. The, you know, living without heating yeah. is dreadful and it really is hard work, but it is 100% worth it. And I think the moment I walked through the door of this house, I knew this would be my house. Yeah. This was the one I wanted. Um, I could see the beauty and the vision in it from the moment I walked through the door. Mm. And I think that is the thing that keeps keeps you going, is that you know it's going to be amazing. You know it's going to be a really fantastic place to live in, to grow, to, you know, to, to have a family in. Mm-hmm. And that really, really keeps you going. But I think the other thing for me is, you know, I, I hadn't owned a house before this. It's the, you know, the first house. I'd owned and I've, you know, literally built built a house and yeah, from the, scratch. the confidence that that's given me in so many different areas of my life, in my in my professional life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't be prepared, don't be scared to take a risk. Um and also I think it's all wrapped up in the the kind of do your research, get a really good understanding of, of what you're going to embark on. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to take a risk. Um, and have confidence in yourself.
2: That's fantastic. Well said. said. Okay.
0: I'd love to end there because that's a really good place to end. (laughs) But I have got one more question. Um, What else is there left to do in this house, would you say?
1: So much to do. Uh,
2: well, I'll answer that because uh, yes, and we mentioned timeline before, so I, and we never covered off, you know, you know finishing it. I yeah. Suppose. So yeah. I, I, sort of a deadline. I don't mind if things sort of drag on to Christmas sure. with the middle of summer now. Okay. So we've sort of got six months, a little less. I, I absolutely want to finish the inside, and that for me, the, the devil is in the detail, and the time it takes to complete some of those, you know, smaller bits yeah. is um, surprisingly long. So we haven't got skirting anywhere. We're missing a few internal doors Mm -hmm. and all of those need painting in gloss, uh, which is an awful bloody thing to use anyway. (laughs) So uh, we've got the fun of of going through, you know, through both floors and and, and putting skirting architraving, painting it all white doors. Um, and th- my objective, I absolutely, I'm sick. And four years of tri- walking around on floorboards upstairs. We need carpets. Yeah, so, yeah. So that that's my that is the sort of topping off. You know, I think once we've we've got that, I'm happy that we're, we're pretty much there. Um, and, and then there's furniture and there's all all yeah, there's there's sorts of stuff. Shelving to go fitting, in the in the
1: living know, room. And um, uh, shelving for the TV sure. and shelving either side of the alcove. Mm-hmm. We've got a dining bench to build in. Um, wooden paneling in the in the hallway. Um, we've got wardrobes in the boot room still to do. We need to deck the study out with you know furniture. Sure. Um, then upstairs there's carpets um, in walk-in wardrobes. We need to add doors to mm-hmm. um, paneling. Yeah, as Phil said, architrave and skirting. We've got to finish the decking outside. Then we've got to pave the top level of the garden it's a valley so it runs down so we've got yep. paving to do then we're going to run um wooden pagodas down past the ponds down the slope in the garden very nice on the side of that dig out and try and do an english country garden with big big flower beds very nice at the bottom then deck outside the the summer house um and then lawn build a purpose-built
0: bonfire. It's a lot of stuff. I'm just just looking at Phil going, (laughs) yes, I've got all of that. we have got to render the
1: swimming pool, then line the swimming pool or fiberglass it, however we're going to do that. Build a pool house so we can hold the the heater for the pool, the filter for the pool, all of that kind of stuff. Build a purpose-built pizza oven and (laughs) barbecue. Brilliant. Barbecue area. So there's
2: still loads to do. Um, And then
1: all of the nice you know nice stuff to make it look nice like yeah. all of the planting and all of that kind of stuff so still lots to do but we're getting there
0: it looks amazing as it is already Thank and i can much. only imagine how it's going to look in the end as well um but you're on instagram and i'm sure that our listeners are going to want to follow you if they're not already so if you could just please share your instagram page.
1: yeah it's called um at renovation hq cool good thank you
0: no problem i'd love to come back and see it when it's all done and we can take some photos and stuff like that so guys thank you very much for coming on the podcast thanks
1: if you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home then the akiva toolkit could be the solution you need with its easy to use package
0: of 10 documents you're able to manage time budget and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off
1: to a perfect start today.